0: Oh, absolutely, we have, yes. Good. How about yeah. you, Court? You had a great day today?
1: Yeah, I'm, I've got a brand-new puppy and two 10-year-old dachshunds they're. I'm trying to get them all together and behave themselves. And
0: <laughs> Good luck.
1: <laughs> the puppy is the German, <laughs> German Shepherd. She's, she's way bigger than either one of them, and she Aww. thinks she's a tiny little girl.
2: So. Oh, jeez. Are uh, you guys ready to go live? Yes, let's do this. Let's do this. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. It's 4 o'clock in Los Angeles, it's 6 o'clock in Chicago, and it's 7 p.m. here in New York City. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Mad Dog Scipio. It's Tuesday night, Amelia. What does that mean? What's the bus time? It's what's the buzz time. I'm joined each and every week by the big mouth. I'm sorry, by Amelia <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> I tell everybody every week, I try to get rid of her, and she keeps coming back. <laughs> How was your day today, kid? It was great, actually. Beautiful. Beautiful. How was your day? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Nobody fired me, which is good. (laughs) Apparently, nobody fired you, too, so that's a good thing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We have a special guest joining up tonight. Um, She's been here before. Yes. This is uh, Courtney Katona. She is with us. I think Courtney was with us for... It might have been what was it? The Kennedy show? when what Courtney, what show Manson. did you join? What was it? Charles Manson show. Oh, Charlie Manson show. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, some, uh, as I will to talk about that for a minute, as a matter of fact, um, Courtney joins us tonight, no longer a member of that group, as I understand. Uh, my understanding, Courtney, is that there was some rift in the group and you
1: left that group is that can you tell us what happened the um all of the charles manson groups are so competitive they think they own um information from 50 years ago and i got so sick of it the fighting the this and that and people taking people's pictures and making them look like a hundred years old and just Really childish stuff. And I, I didn't care anymore. Didn't care yeah. to be a part of it. Oh. Well, I, I do still care something. about the Tate family.
2: I have to tell you something. We do a lot of research on this show. And I research my guests that come on. And I uh, research uh, all of the people who are associated with information on the show. Mm-hmm. You gave me the name of a gentleman um, the last time you were here. Don't mention his name. Um, I... Actually, investigated who he is. Come to find out that gentleman is not who he says he is. Oh, I'm not that came as not a surprise to me whatsoever. Um, so be wary of people who say that they are get let's just put it this way get Mm -hmm. your information solid and verifiable and documented. Otherwise, don't believe the paper it's not written on. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. I'm yeah. very We do. We have to. Here's why we have to. We've got lawyers on this show. Mm-hmm. And I've got a research department. And we check every everything out. I mean, yes. everything. Amelia goes above and beyond to turn over every stone. I do. <laughs> she ain't kidding either. No. And then I, you know, I got to deal with the, you know, the legal eagles.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah.
0: Um, and if it says oh, open tonight, that door, I open it.
2: <laughs> tonight we are here to talk, but we're going to we'll go back to 1974. Tonight, yeah, going to go back to a quaint little town in Suffolk County, New York, called Amityville, New York. It is a um, a beautiful seaside community. Uh, I should point out to people that Amityville was uh, not only the background for the Amityville House of Horrors and all the films that uh, superseded it, it is also the uh, the very area, the very same Amity, that uh, Jaws took place in. Huh. Amity Island is right off of the coast of Suffolk, New York. And it's a real place too, Amity. Yep, not just in the movies, folks. It's a real place. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about what really happened in Amityville. Now I know that um, Amelia. Let me tell, let me start with you. I'm gonna throw it right to okay. you. Uh, wh- <laughs> when did you first become aware of the Amityville house?
0: Well, basically, you know, because of the time frame and everything, and, uh, really, with the movie. Actually, as I got older. My mom's older sister was a horror movie film freak, so she's like, "Let's watch horror films." And I'm like, "Well, my mom doesn't allow it." She goes, "Your mom's not here, so we exactly. one night watched a lot of movies that night." So this exactly, was a
2: part of- mom this is movie. not here. We're gonna watch whatever the hell we want.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so this was one of them, and I was hey. like, "So you something.
2: became aware of it through the film?" Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, There have been. This may surprise some of you. There have been at least nine movies, Mm -hmm. nine, including a film that a friend of mine did called Amityville Karen. Mm. You know what a Karen is, right? (laughs) Yes. You guys know what a Karen is?
0: (laughs) Well, he did a
2: film called Amityville Karen. Imagine what that was. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) It's a horror comedy. Let's put it that way. But what we will talk about tonight was most certainly not a comedy. It was very, very real and affected a lot of people. Uh, let me just tell everybody. Back in 1974, around November of 1974, the quaint little town of Amity, New York, um, in the early morning hours of November 13th, 1974, one Amityville house in Long Island, New York, became more than just a mere suburban home. Instead, it became a gas crime scene as Ronald DeFeo Jr. sculled the halls with a rifle. He shot both his parents. He killed in cold blood his four siblings, including one who lived in a wheelchair. Think about that. A child that a handicapped child that you know basically needed a wheelchair to get around. He just took a rifle and blew her brains out. He said uh, there were voices in his head urging him to kill people. And some people to this day believe that they were hearing, that he was hearing evil spirits that resided in the so-called Amityville Horror House at 112 Ocean Avenue. Despite the widely publicized 1974 killings, numerous families have since moved in and out of the house, now listed as 108 Ocean Avenue. They changed the address from 112 to 108, thinking that people wouldn't see it. But all you have to do is look at the house. The only thing they changed was the windows. You're going to see that tonight. Meanwhile, the purportedly paranormal—I say purportedly because I have a—I'm going to offer my opinion tonight. The purportedly paranormal occurrences that happened there have spawned a slew of books and films, by the way. The Amityville Horror, which has kept tourists flocking to the house ever since. Now, um, let's talk about that. I want to bring Courtney in our guest tonight. Courtney— You're no doubt familiar with, of course, the uh, the movies and um, and all the activity that the the house has uh, spurned books and documentaries, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to bring you up front and center here. Tell me um, your interest in the uh, the Amityville House of Horrors.
1: Well, I just um, I remember reading the book in high school and my mom read the book and I saw the movie and I was just really interested in it and then I saw it was the house was listed on Zillow not too long ago and sure I much. was like that is a beautiful house it's just it's gorgeous on the inside and I don't yeah. know just started thinking about it and my opinion of the Warrens and the all you know they're the other movies, the conjuring and all the other ones that they were involved with. And sure, I've questioned the, is it Lutz or Lutz? Cause in Florida, we call it it's, Lutz.
2: It, their name is Lutz. Lutz. Yeah. George but, Lutz.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got some opinions about them, but then that kind of goes by the wayside. You always, it's like, you never, it's always changing the opinion on, you know what happened, yeah.
2: or but well, the thing we do know brought that up. I'm actually really glad you brought that up early in the show. I was going to address that. So, in fact, we were Amelia and I were talking about that off air. Um, we were going to discuss that later in the show, but since you brought it up now, let's go there and then we'll work our way back. Um, okay. it's an interesting thing when you talk about Ed and Lorraine Warren. Everything that Ed and Lorraine Warren have ever been involved with has been controversial. By the way, by the way, as a matter of actual fact, the Warrens have never, never either captured a spirit, seen a spirit, talked to a spirit, been involved with the spirit. They have never, never done either of those things. What they have done, what they have done, is brought attention to an otherwise forgettable uh, event. For example, the uh, Amityville House of Horrors would have just been another murder scene had Ed and Lorraine Warren not gotten involved And then it became all of a sudden a paranormal story. Well, here's the question we all have. Which came first, the Warrens or the spirit? Yeah. That's the question Mm -hmm. I have. Amelia, you want to answer that one?
0: Well, I think that with them being a paranormal investigators and then her being, you know, supposedly somebody that can... Feel a lot of energy. I think they probably would have brought something with them because I believe that's what a lot of people do bring a lot of negativity and a lot of negativity. That's an interesting
2: it. take on it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's an interesting take on it. Uh, Courtney, uh, what do you say to that?
1: Um, I I don't really know about the Warrens I have a, a hard time believing their story. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I I'm kind like, of.
2: Let me confirm what you're saying Because, Courtney, you and I are on the same page on this one yeah. I said before we went on the air And Amelia could tell you I said before we went on the air That uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren are nice people mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they were Were mm-hmm. nice people They're both you know, they in heaven now mm-hmm. um, They passed and, uh, and I'm sure they're both in heaven now Nice, good people But understand something they claimed to be something that they were not, okay? They were a, a nice old couple that got in over their head. and that's the bottom line. They yeah. got in way up over their head and they had to do something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They had to presult, you know present results for someone as investigators. Because they were labeled investigators. Well, we got to investigate something now, don't uh-huh. we? We gotta we have to put you know the pedal to the metal and uh put our money where the mouth is, so to uh-huh. speak. And they could not do that. They never did do that. The problem with Ed and Lorraine Warren is simple as simple gets, they got in too deep and they couldn't get out. Um But does that mean that they're bad people? No, of course not. Very nice people, but they're way way out of their league. Uh Way, way out of their league. Um, Understand, though. um, Let's talk about Ron DeFeo. Ron DeFeo's grisly crimes were all too real. Is it possible that he was actually under the control of evil spirit that inhabited the house and haunted the Lutz family that moved in soon after. We're going to talk about that. In fact, uh, Courtney just brought it up. And here's where I'm going to go with this. Either way, the pics and stories that you'll see and hear tonight, they will take you inside the Amityville house, the scene of both one of the grisliest crimes and most notorious alleged, we got to use that word, alleged (laughs) hauntings in modern history. Okay, let us now unfold and dissect the Amityville House of Horrors. What really happened? Okay, here's what we know. We know that on November 13th, 1974, Ronald DeFeo Jr., who was a known alcoholic and drug user back in 1974, he was a part of a bad gang. You know, I don't want to say use the word gang. I'm sorry. He was part Mm -hmm. of a bad crew. Mm -hmm. It was part of a bad crew of, of young people that were drinking and smoking stuff at the time that you weren't supposed to smoke and doing stuff, you know, drugs that you weren't supposed to do. And, you know, things that played with your head and your emotions. Okay. What happened, I think, and I could be wrong. I don't think the Amityville house was in one least bit haunted. And I'm going to put that right out here at the front of the show. I don't believe for one moment that this house was haunted. I think Ron DeFeo was haunted. I don't think the house was haunted. I think he was. Uh I think he was haunted by spirit of drug, the spirit of alcohol. The spirit of other things, uh, not the least of which was sexual abuse from both his both his parents. We here's what we a lot of people don't know. Here's what we know now about um, the DeFeo family. Ron DeFeo Sr. was a very very wealthy corporate executive. He and his wife were members of high society, and um, as you can imagine, being members of high society, they had a, a reputation to keep up. Okay, God forbid they shouldn't—they would never be able to tell anyone that they were beating up their children and abusing them sexually. Heaven forbid you might get thrown out of the country club if you say that. You know, right? So uh, I wouldn't suspect anyone uh, at the country club would even ask. You know, um, oh, by the <laughs> way, you know, uh, by the way, Kathy, are you uh, molesting your kids? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, uh, by the way, you know, Ron, are you are you uh, playing around with the you know the children? Uh, you know, what are going to say? Oh yeah, I'm I'm fondling my my daughter. I'm fondling my son. <laughs> they're going to tell you that? No, of course not.
0: No. No. Of course
2: they're not. They're not crazy They don't want to lose that membership At the country club What happens no. on Wednesday afternoon When the bridge club comes over To play What happens then Are right. you kidding me So Here's what we're going to do We're going to take a look inside We're going to look inside The Amityville House of Horrors Was it really a House of Horrors From a spirit standpoint? Or was it just a house of horrors because the people who lived there were awful people? Here's what we know. With an abusive father and passive mother, the boy's troubled childhood led to substance abuse. And as he grew into adulthood, continued substance abuse, alcohol, and drugs. He not only lashed out at his father, but once even threatened him with a gun. This is Ron DeFeo Jr. That's what we're talking about. Nowhere did you guys ever hear or read that the younger children threatened the parents. Did you ever hear that?
0: No, I've never heard of that.
2: Guess what? The youngest son stole the father's gun and tried to shoot him with it. But he couldn't. He was too young. not too young. He wasn't (laughs) strong enough to pull the trigger. Because, you know, if you ever pulled the trigger on a gun, you know, it doesn't just go off. I mean, you got to pull it,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know. And more likely it's going to you're going to go back with it sometimes, too, because it could be force. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, DeFeo claimed he was guided by malevolent voices. Again, going back to that idea that Ron DeFeo heard voices in his head. He's the only person in that house. Who heard voices that's why I say to the both of you I think Ron was haunted not the house I really I believe
1: that,
2: that. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that Courtney I really believe that
1: He's um, haunted by mental illness and drugs and alcohol
0: it's that's exactly
2: of. where I'm going kiddo you yeah. went right there yeah, That's exactly I, I, where I'm going.
0: I hear a lot of that from, you know, our patients. with schizophrenia, things like that with the medications and stuff like well,
2: that. Well, and that, I'm going to go too. there. for. I'm going to actually, Amelia, I'm going to go there because mm-hmm. DeFeo claims it was guided by malevolent voices in his head mm-hmm. and couldn't keep them under control. Yes. Well, you hear that kind of behavior a lot with people that are on medicine. Yes. Medica- like, especially antidepressants.
0: Yes, um, Absolutely.
2: Yeah, drugs like um, you know uh, Zoloft and Xanax mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, Effexor. Yes. Um, oh God, uh, what was the other one they used to use a lot? Valium. What was that? Valium. Valium. Mm-hmm. Is that the Valium, one?
0: Xanax, Valium. Things like
2: that. Mm-hmm. Um, on the day in question, Ron DeFeo Jr. left work and went to a bar. Yes. That. that what's that? One? That tells you something right there. Oh, he yes. gets that instead of going home, he went to a bar right to the bar okay he kept calling his house to no avail and he complained to the patrons about it he complained to everybody in the bar about it so much to the point where the bartender had to say hey ron can you leave please cuz you're you're upsetting the other you
0: know the, yeah, the, the other, other bar customers yeah
2: he eventually left only the return later that night at 6:30 p.m. When he yelled, you got to help me. I think my mother and father are shot. Now, there's a problem with that. Because they wouldn't be shot until later that night. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what does that tell you guys? He's going to the bar and he's yelling fire in a crowded theater, basically. He's yelling, no, my parents are dead. But they weren't dead yet. They wouldn't be dead for another four or five hours. Because mm-hmm. he shot them in the middle of the night when they were sleeping. This is only 630 at night we're talking about.
0: I think it was a cry for help, basically. Right? Um, or trying to establish an alibi for later. Yeah.
2: Well, and that that's what people said, Courtney. Thank mm-hmm. you for saying that. Because that's what people said. Here was the problem, though. He wouldn't be able to establish that alibi because he hadn't been to the house until almost 10 o'clock that night. If, had had been, if, he had, if he had been to the house earlier, he may very well have been able to establish an alibi. But he didn't go to the house until almost 10 o'clock that night. Okay, so he's leave, he leaves the bar. They ask him to leave. Then he comes back. Okay? He comes back and says, my parents, I think my parents are dead at 6.30. Well, 6.30 in the evening is still pretty early, isn't it? Very early. Right? Mm -hmm. So you would think it would be, somebody would want to go over there, right?
0: Absolutely. Not one
2: person, not one single person, you can't make a shit up. Not one person went over. Not one. I would, when when I read that, When I read all this new information that's come out this year, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Are you shitting me? For real. If a guy all upset runs into my bar and said, I think my parents are dead. Wouldn't somebody like pick up the phone and call the police?
0: Yes, exactly. Or get
2: up and go out. It wasn't that far. They could have walked there. That's how close it was. Okay, it would have took them ten minutes to walk. All right, this is what we're talking about. This is the kind of thing we're talking about. So I don't think when we talk about like you know spiritual, you know spiritual activity there, Uh yeah, it was spiritual activity, but it wasn't the kind of spirit we're talking about. It was the spirit of like you and Courtney said, spirit Uh of alcohol, drugs, um, uh, sexual abuse at the hands of the parents. Yes, this is this is absolutely spirit. Um, you're going to see the result of that spirit tonight, and we got a lot more to go over on Thursday because Thursday is going to be what's happening now, and boy, that's going to blow your fucking socks off. What's happening now? Um, so, Courtney, I'm going to bring you up front and center here, okay? Um, and then we'll go to Amelia. So mm-hmm. tell me now. Um, Given what you heard, has it changed your opinion and or validated or cemented your opinion on what you believe to begin?
1: It's cemented the fact that I think that, you know, Butch DeFeo was mentally ill. He was on heroin and other drugs, alcohol, and he was had been abused. I think that's that's where the whole thing stems from. I think it the voices in his head were very real. But they were not voices from hell. Right. I I think it's sad, though, that nobody checked. I mean, that's just crazy. I'm just trying to take that in, you know, because I had never heard that till now. That nobody checked after, you know, that's hours before the actual murders. And that's just, I I, I really can't really fathom that.
2: This might help you to digest a little bit of this. You too, Melia. Take a listen mm-hmm. to this. Uh, police authorities found all six family members dead in their beds, shot with the rifle around 3.15 a.m., 3.15 in the morning, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's well into the middle of the night, all right? And positioned on their stomachs. In other words, he shot them. And then at some point, he turned them over if they weren't already. Huh. You know, I know, like, I, for example, I lay on my stomach when I sleep. But my wife lays on her back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So if you shoot somebody in the back that's on their stomach, you don't have to turn them. But if right. you shoot somebody facing right. them and then you got to mm-hmm. flip them over. Right. Okay. So you're going to just, you're going to make some kind of disturbance. Somebody's going to know that you removed right um, there was no sign of struggle nor were there any nor were any of them drugged no local reports of gunshot were, this is the here's the scary part mm-hmm. and it makes you scratch your head no reports of gunshots were logged with only the defeo's dog barking think wow. about that.
1: That has oh, always been... That's just... I don't, I can't fathom why. Because it's not like, say, in the Manson murders, you got a big sprawling estate in the hills. This is a mm-hmm. house in a neighborhood. And you, I can't believe nobody heard a rifle going off. Especially well, the house I, is close by. You, what,
2: you know what, um, Courtney? I'm going to show you some video tonight. And you're going to see some pictures... Mm-hmm. That might actually explain why nobody heard anything. Um, okay, it's true what you say. They were in a neighborhood,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it was a very rich neighborhood, oh, a
0: okay. very
2: sprawling neighborhood. Also, the DeFeo's family lived right on the lake. They, they lived mm-hmm. right on the bay. Okay, when you yeah. see the house. And you see the boathouse and the courtyard and the driveway. It's some place that you you really have to, like, know it's there. You're going to see an aerial view of this house from the sky. Okay? It's a okay. very, very big house. Very big. Um, the other thing that a lot of people now talk about, and especially nowadays, Ron DeFeo Jr. changed his alibi several times from claiming that he was at the bar during the time of the shooting, which mm-hmm. he could not have possibly been because it was 3 a.m. Right? What bar is open at 3 a.m.? <laughs> especially in New York, they all close at one o'clock. That I know for a fact, because I used to go to bars. Um, the other thing was, oh, the um, the, to claim here's this was the fun, the one that got me. It was the funny one, to claiming that the DeFeo family were part of a mafia hit gone wrong. First <laughs> of all, let me explain something to you. The mafia doesn't make mistakes when they hit somebody. If you get whacked by the mob, you were intended to get whacked by the mob,
0: <laughs> and they don't make mistakes. <laughs>
2: No, they do not make mistakes. <laughs> I will tell you that. No.
1: They don't kill women and children mo- most of the time. I never heard well, of that. They either.
2: Never, never, ever. They never kill women and children, ever. Um. They claim that mob hitman Louis Fellini I never heard that name before. Uh-uh. Um. Is uh, he, uh, DeFeo claims <clears throat> That mafia hitman, Louis Felini, killed the family um, and forced him to watch. He eventually confessed that he gunned down his own family and stood trial on October 4th. First of all, what Ron DeFeo did not know at the time. Again, I didn't. I've never heard the name Louis Fellini until mm-hmm. I, I came across this. Louis Fellini was in jail at the time that the DeFeo family was killed. So unless he got an executive pass to leave jail to kill these people and go back to jail, it wasn't happening. Right? <laughs> I think the truth of the matter is that Ron DeFeo killed his family because he was drunk and or high and or both. Or he was completely he broke from reality and had a psychotic break that's what I personally believe I think that the that he was haunted by abuse mm-hmm. drugs and alcohol yeah and I said Good. that at the beginning now uh, I know Courtney this is a, something that um, that you wanted to find out about and you had an interest in so Nelia yes. I'm want to go to you I'm going you and Courtney have a little discussion here mm-hmm. Um. Talk to uh, Courtney and then talk to me about uh, your feelings on how this let's just play devil's advocate, okay. how this might have been mm-hmm. a supernatural event. Uh, try to convince Courtney from the spiritual aspect that maybe, and even try to convince me that maybe this is um, a, a more sinister Malevolent spirit, a supernatural event, rather than a guy getting high and drunk and taking out his frustrations on his family.
0: Well, I would probably have to do for me.
2: You're you're the advocate here. Make the case for me.
0: Well, it probably have to do if there was a secret room in the basement, and maybe in the 1920s, in between that time, maybe a family uh, or someone had snuck in in the basement and maybe had some devil worshiping going on uh and could have had maybe. Well,
2: let me, can I stop you there? Cause you're going down a fucking rabbit hole. Like that. I've never seen anybody do.
0: <laughs> well, I, it, might it, said,
2: it, it could be, it, it might well, be. Well, this is what happened. have possibly been a devil worship maybe in the face. This, this is people.
0: what happened. I heard that stop. there was.
2: Stop, stop. Okay. Stop. Just stop that. Cause it's silly. Okay. Well,
0: I heard there was a secret room. Talk to, room to me in the basement. about.
2: All right, here you go. You saw the movie, right? Well, yes. Talk to me <laughs> in terms of. Hey, I'll make it easy for you. Uh-huh. Talk to me in terms of what did you see in the movie that led you to believe it could be supernatural?
0: Oh, well, there was a lot of flies in the window, basically when the priest came in to. Uh, bust okay, the can house. I
2: say something about that? Yes. Mm-hmm. There was a dog in the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dog shit draws flies.
0: Well, not inside the window of a house.
2: You don't know that. <laughs> I have a dog. Yeah,
0: me okay. too. I got
2: a couple. I got flies in here. If you got, if you got dog hair, you got flies. Okay. If
1: Courtney, you own a dog? Yeah, three of them now. But I want to say something it? about the flies. You got
0: flies if in here. you your have house? a rat.
1: Or something that gets in your furnace or in your pipes and dies, you're gonna have flies like that yeah. in the middle of winter time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I said to my
2: wife two days ago, mm-hmm. where are these flies coming from? It's
0: 40 degrees out. Yeah, they're gonna get some
2: yeah, warm. It's, it's forty degrees out. Where are we getting flies from in the middle of winter? It's 40 fucking degrees in New Jersey. Okay? Everything should be dead because or frozen. Okay? But no, we had flies. Ugh. They will find a way. If there's a piece of fruit, a piece of food, a piece of dog shit, there's going to be a fly. A maggot will turn into a fly. That's What you need That's to know their
1: music now, so I don't think anything kills them off completely. I think you're right,
2: I think you're right. But let me ask you know what, here you go, Amelia. I'm going to save you on this one, okay? <laughs> so let's talk about the DeFeo family. Ron DeFeo said mm-hmm. the uh, malevolent spirits of these you know, mm-hmm. these uh, this haunted spirit was uh, talking to his head. Well. Then how do you explain George and Kathy Lutz?
0: That was an explanation there. They said that George was into the occult.
2: Okay, well, that's the first time I heard that. Uh All right. George Lutz, during the interviews that he gave, never said not one time that he was a member of the occult, that he was practicing occultism in his house. Not one time did George ever say that in a video or an interview. Never. Nor did his
1: wife ever say that. How about did you ever hear that one, Court? Not until recently, and it was uh Kathy's son that said it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. And, and you know why? George, so... Can I tell you why? Let me tell yeah. you why. Because, and his name is Daniel Lutz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let me tell you why Daniel Lutz is saying that. Because he's got a new book in the works. Oh. And that book is coming out next year. Okay. It's called How Amityville Ruined My Life. No, asshole. It's How Your Mother and Father Ruined Your Fucking Life.
0: And they supposedly had financial problems.
2: By trying to hang on to a story that was dead and gone years ago when you were a little boy. Yeah. Let me tell you about Daniel Lutz. He's like his father. He's a grifter. You know what, guys? You know what a grifter is? Hmm. It's somebody who can't hold a job that goes from job to job to job. They're called grifters. They pick up a couple of days here and there. Okay. George Lutz didn't have a fucking job. He was a grifter. He used to do piecework. Here and there and here and there and here and there. Okay? Well, his son's following his footsteps. He don't have a job. He's trying to write a book to make money. Because he don't have any fucking money. But everybody knows what he's trying to do. And they're shoving it right up his ass. Because you're going to see him tonight, too. Old Daniel Lutz.
0: How are they able to get that house at that price? Then that was that's beyond they me.
2: Stole the house at that price. Let me tell you. Yeah. Something. They got that. that was, I don't know if you guys know this, but they got that was that a house, steal. They got that house, Amelia, for no money down.
0: Really? None. Yeah.
2: They put Did you know that, Courtney? No, I didn't. They got that house for no money down. That real estate company wanted to unload that house so fucking bad. They gave them a no-doc loan. In other words, they said, here, you move in. Uh Don't worry about paying us now. Pay us later. It's called a no-doc loan. They didn't have to put nothing up. They gave them, you know, the the bank gave them a loan, you know, to purchase the house, but later they gave them the money. Okay? Okay. The bank actually helped them buy the house. Okay, you can't make this shit up. You wow. can't
1: make this up. The bank. How much was them. the actual house? I, I mean, mean, at that you, time.
2: You're gonna shit when I tell you. When when the Ron DeFeo Sr. bought the house in 1970, uh-huh. three hundred thousand dollars. Three hundred thousand in 1970. Wow. Think that's about what I'm telling you. That's yeah. like 000, 000 a million dollars today. Yeah. Let me tell you what the Lutz family pays for it. Are you ready? Hold on to your, your asses for this one. 80000 <coughs> Wow. Wow. 80, Did you say $80,000?
0: $80,000. 80000
2: 000. 80, 80, 000. Oh, Yep.
0: And so probably when they couldn't it, pay the first mortgage payment, that's why they left the house and everything and the furniture well, in it?
2: Well... Now you're getting that. Nah, thank you very much, Damn. Amelia. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting into the, the truth of the matter. Here's what happened. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Lutz family for a minute. Because I just want to rip the shit out of the Lutz family because I don't like the motherfuckers. Okay. First of all, the name <laughs> is Lutz and I don't like it. Okay. I don't <laughs> like the name Lutz because it's a stupid fucking name. Okay. So they have this house that basically given to them for 80 grand right because george lutz remember what i said he's uh-huh. a grifter he don't have a job uh-huh. all right he don't have a job his wife doesn't work and he's got four kids to take care of right right uh, for, they were there for 1 month 1 month 31 days they were there okay 31 days and they were out. Why? Because they couldn't afford the place. There were no spirits. The spirit was called poverty. That's the only spirit they were dealing with, the spirit of poverty. Because they didn't have any fucking money. That's the problem. Wow. Read it. Read it. They were there for one month. I've always Wow. Let me read this to you. It wasn't until the Lutz family moved into the house in December of 1975 that the purported haunting of the Amityville Horror House set in. Well, all of a sudden, Ron DeFeo kills his family. He goes to jail, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Follow
2: the timeline mm-hmm. here. Courtney, follow me on this one.
1: Okay.
2: DeFeo kills his family. He goes to jail, right? Right. The house sits empty. No activity, right? None. Now, all of a sudden, George and Kathy Lutz come along. They want this house so bad they could taste it, okay? Now, 1975, December of 1975. Christmas time. They move in. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, George and Kathy let's move in, and all of a sudden, here comes the paranormal activity again. Right? No oh, activity until yeah. they moved in, supposedly. Um, their purchase, uh, listen to this one. This is crazy. Their purchase of the 4,000-square-foot house at $80,000 was a steal. Okay, think about that $80,000 but by but moved out 28 days later not 31 I'm sorry 28 <clears throat> days because one report I have here says 31 days uh-huh. 28 days later after terrifying incidents allegedly forced them to flee yeah what forced them to flee was realizing they couldn't pay the fucking mortgage in January Okay, they were there for December, the Mm -hmm. end of December, beginning of January, they moved the fuck out. Actually, they moved out the night before New Year's Eve. And that's the story that you see in the movie called Poltergeist. Mm -hmm. That's the story that you see there. They're playing the Lutz um, uh, angle there. Um. They (laughs) They purportedly said that there was green slime dripping down the walls. Uh, They found eyes staring at them in the middle of the night, peering into the house from the outside. Foul odors and Kathy Lutz allegedly levitated above the bed. Uh, (laughs) It was... It was a rather disquieting month. George claimed he woke up at three, 3.15 a.m. each night, the exact time of the DeFeo family murders. Huh. That's what he claimed. Now, are you ready for what just came out this month? Because it's a bombshell. It's a bombshell. George Lutz and... I'm going to get this guy's name right, I and mean, I'm going to make sure it's right. Um, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Let's see. Okay. George Lutz
1: uh-huh.
2: revealed that George Lutz and the author of the book, uh-huh. A guy named Jansen. Uh, we'll, we'll see his first name here tonight. Um, what they actually did was they concocted a story. They actually concocted a story that the both of them agreed to sign a contract and make this stuff up. Then le- they made it legal. Where's uh-huh. Courtney guy?
0: She's there somewhere. Uh okay,
1: wasn't I'm plugging there. my phone in. I'll be right back. Oh, I got. Okay, I was going to say. She- wasn't she- it
0: during the glass of wine or something like that that they were going to make something? They were
2: drinking. Yes, they were. They were drinking. Mm-hmm. In fact, they uh, a glass of wine, a mm-hmm. couple of bottles, and made oh, me right. <laughs> yeah, a couple of bottles. Yeah, couple of bottles. They sat there and got faced and came up with this story. Uh. And it was a great story because the more they drank, the more embellished it
0: got. I've got, got the whole thing right here. I would have thought green slime, I would have thought maybe blood dripping from the walls instead of green slime. I mean, come on, be creative. Yeah. <laughs> here, was uh,
2: here was the giveaway. Here was the giveaway. It sounds great for a movie, but I can tell you being a full-time psychic,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I can honestly tell you green slime or what they call ectoplasm mm-hmm. is an extraordinarily, extremely Almost unheard of occurrence. It may happen. It Mm -hmm. it listen to my words, folks. It may happen once every hundred two hundred years. Right. Okay. Once every one or two hundred years. It's not going to drip down your walls every night. Okay. Because that's just that's movie stuff. Mm -hmm. That shit don't happen in real life. Okay. There's one thing that I know. It's the paranormal. I know the spirit and I know the paranormal. Mm-hmm. The spirit and paranormal don't work like this. Right. Two guys trying to make money work like this.
0: When All you right. asked me that question earlier about myself thinking about the paranormal aspect of it. Yes. I, I kept trying to think about, I you know, doing my research. And it kept asking me questions, you know. It kept going to what happened in the basement was in the basement that's why I was trying to go there because as you know me I tried not to leave a stone unturned let me tell you why find i want anything in the basement
2: th- let me tell you why there there was a and, and you, I'm surprised you even
0: came. I know.
1: that it little bit this
2: okay. little blurb
1: mm-hmm. about
2: the basement this exactly. little kind of blurb and people took that little blurb, the little ant hill, and made a big fucking mountain out mm-hmm. of it.
0: And you know Let me I mean. tell you what happened
2: in the basement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a motherfucking thing, okay? But, yeah. Not but a you,
0: motherfucking
2: thing happened but in the you basement. Know the
0: pitbull. I'm gonna turn every I'm gonna unturn every okay. stone and find something.
2: <laughs> Nothing happened in the fucking basement. All right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. We're going
2: to take a look at the Amityville house. We're gonna do okay. show and tell.
0: Yay, my favorite. All
2: right, <laughs> Courtney. Hold your ass, baby, and come show us how. Hey, my
0: favorite. <laughs> oh, this is the original, right? That was yes.
2: This was, is okay. the, the the that was the original you saw. This is the the actual house. I want you to notice something. Mm-hmm. The only thing they changed were the windows. They are no longer piercing windows. They're square okay you see them up top there those two <laughs> those two windows yeah not, I watch take a look at this take a look at this that's the night of the murder right there now if you notice the house you, you see it's a dark color mm-hmm. the actual color of the house since it's a black and white photo we're looking at mm-hmm. the color of the house was blue cobalt blue. You couldn't miss this house if you went down that street because it was the only house in that neighborhood that was cobalt blue, blue and white. All right. And it stood out like a sore thumb. You'll notice a great number of people. And keep in mind now, this is like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning that this picture was taken. So you see the police out there, but you also see... A couple of onlookers. Remember something. This is the middle of November. It's fucking cold in upstate New York. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's watch. All right. Courtney, the answer to Uh your question. I want you to look. You see this house? Yeah. That's the house. I want you and to see that's the boathouse out behind it. That's the boathouse behind it, and there is a boat in the dock. The other thing I want you to notice: you see those other buildings behind there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are all part of the same property. That's a guest house, and that's oh. a pool. There's a oh, pool. Oh, I house. didn't know that. There was a guest house you're looking at, and there is also a pool house back there. That's the front of the house. If you look to the side, you'll see the side of the house uh, of the, uh the wing of the house coming outward. Okay. Oh.
1: Now, that's a big
2: property. That, yes, it's fucking huge. You want to know why nobody heard a gun? There you go. You're looking at it.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay. Take a look. Just just take a look at that again.
0: Mhm. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. That
0: looks like eyes piercing out.
2: Right? Here you go. I want to go past this again. I want if you want me to stop at anywhere, just tell me to stop. Now that's what the house looks like now.
0: It's How many stories five, is
2: that? It has five bedrooms and it has three and a half bathrooms. And the only thing they did the only renovation they made on the outside of the house
0: mm-hmm.
2: are those two windows. Those two windows absolutely made the house.
0: Yeah. Okay. Does it have an attic and then the, a, se- a second floor? or
2: No, it's, it's an actually, it's a, a second floor on a mm-hmm. full walk-up attic that's furnished. Oh, wow. There's actually rooms up there. Yeah, there sure are. That's the. That's what you remember it looking like, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's from the movie poster.
0: That's the. That's the gun.
2: That's the rifle that Ron DeFeo used. Now I want you to notice that rifle. do You guys know anything about guns?
0: Just that my grandfather had a lot of them, but I've never shot one.
2: <laughs> okay, that's called a pump action rifle. In other words, for for you to make that bullet come out, mm-hmm. you've got to crank that handle. That's a pump handle. It creates a vacuum. Mm-hmm. When you pull the trigger, that the hammer on that trigger. Mm -hmm. releases the bullet through that vacuum and it shoots it out. How? Tell me how in the middle of the night do you pump that rifle, shoot somebody, and nobody else wakes up? How the fuck do you do that? How do you shoot somebody and nobody else wakes up?
0: His mom or dad would have had to have woken up. One of them.
2: They claimed that everybody was sleeping and got killed. Uh. I want to know how somebody sleeps through a gun blast. It's not like a handgun no. where you, you know you shoot it and it goes, uh-huh. beep, you know, and then the noise fades. You're talking about a fucking, you know, a, a 12 gauge pump
1: action uh-huh. rifle here. Yeah, that would have rattled the walls, not just the. It's,
0: thank you I mean, exactly. the whole valve. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Courtney. Exactly, it would have rattled
2: the fucking wallpaper. Yes. Yeah. Okay. These. This is the first body being taken out. This is Mrs. DeFeo being carted into the um, the coroner's wagon. There.
0: Oh.
2: Um. Again, these pictures were taken just moments after the police arrived. The house today. Now, I want you to see what you're looking at. You are looking at the boat house from the water, facing the street. Okay. Do you see how big this house is?
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yes.
2: Okay. It's a four-story house. Okay. Each floor is a thousand square feet wow that's a lot of space okay and then you've got additions onto it and then you've got a boathouse in the back this is what you're looking at and there's a boat in the water right there and there's the boathouse. The house has been renovated several times over the years to make it more marketable. The problem is nobody wants
0: it. They
2: don't think it's it. This is Daniel Lutz.
0: Uh-huh.
2: I don't like this little fucker, okay? I'm going to tell you why I don't like him. Because he looks like a sneaky little bastard like his father. Okay? He does. Yeah. Um, he like he's looks up, like a something. guy trying to make money. He's claiming that the Amityville house ruined his life. Nobody ruins your life but you, pal. Okay?
0: Yeah. And like oh, he still can't sleep at night. Get
2: up, up and deal with it. All right?
0: Mm-hmm. Onward. Look at the view. Look Beautiful at the view. Oh, look at that. That's, That's the courtyard. Nice.
2: That is. That's I take courtyard. that house. Uh-huh. You give me I'll jump I'll move in there to fucking Mar. Are
1: You kidding me? Yeah. Make
2: That's Ron DeFeo. Uh back in this picture was taken. Uh, like 1981, 82. Um, that's what he looked like then. You're gonna see what he looked like in the um, on in the police wagon. Sure. Just
0: looking at him, he looks like.
2: And he cleaned up, nice. Okay, now, little bit of trivia for you. You'll notice that house. Let's see how much you've noticed here. What do you see different about this house?
1: It has a a chimney. chimney.
2: Exactly, Courtney. There's a reason it has a chimney. It's not the same house, believe it or not. The house you're looking at right now is in New Jersey about 20 minutes from where I live right now. Yeah. Okay. In that picture you're looking at actor James Brolin and actor Margot Kidder. They were in the movie. Uh-huh. They're posing in front of the New Jersey home where the exterior shots of the Amityville and Poltergeist were um, were filmed. okay? That's the difference. the only difference between those two houses. One had a chimney and one does not. The one they used in the movie had the chimney because they would not let them use the Amityville house in New York. So they had to come to New Jersey and the producers said, hey, there's this house in Jersey that looks just like the Amityville house. And guess what? It happens to be near the ocean, too. Oh, wow. Okay. It's near Atlantic City, New Jersey this house that's george and kathy lutz okay again i believe these two people concocted a story i believe george and his lawyer concocted a story um to 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 find a way to, to make money to get rich to um you know, you know, he ended up dying with nothing, you know. They both passed away with nothing. Um, I don't know what he made off of it, how much he made, but apparently he didn't keep any of it. Okay. Again, three houses. They all look the same, sort of.
0: Sort of. Okay. Yes.
2: There's one there with, the course, the one with the chimney we just talked about. The two houses on the right-hand side. What do you notice different about those two houses?
0: The windows.
2: Besides the windows, there's one little thing you really have to look closely, especially at the White House on the bottom. What do you notice, Courtney. Um the high hope sign is gone. The high hope sign is gone, but there's also I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Oh, if okay. you look to porch, the very v- there's exactly there's mm-hmm. a there's a built-in porch added on to the downstairs to the the downstairs to the mm-hmm. bottom photo. The white house is the same house as the dark house what they've done is they changed the windows and added a porch onto it to try to give it some curb appeal believe it or not it still has not yet sold okay this is the DeFeo family. All right. Take a look at Ronald DeFeo Sr. There's Ron DeFeo Jr. They called him Butch. Louise DeFeo was the mother. Dawn DeFeo was the daughter. Uh, Allison was her sister. She's the one in the wheelchair. I'm sorry. Dawn, uh, no, she is the one in the wheelchair. Uh, Mark DeFeo was 11 and John Matthew DeFeo was 9. Oh, so you're talking about Ron DeFeo killing his underage siblings, all four of them. They're all four under the age of 21. And one of them, just only just 18. All right, let's take a look at this. See, Amityville. The Amityville Horror. Amityville No Escape. Uh, Amityville Horror 2. Amityville Creation. What the hell? I've never seen that one. Um, and let's see. It's a poltergeist. It's, um, and the one on the bottom. I don't even know what the fucking one on the bottom was. I never. you guys ever seen any of these movies other than the original?
0: Yeah, some of them. Uh, part two.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I believe it or not, I didn't realize that there were that many movies that spurned off this this particular story. I remember the one in the middle there with you know mm-hmm. James Brolin and Margot Kidder, you know The Amityville Horror. Um, and I remember Poltergeist, which was based off the same story. You know. Um, but I never heard of the other ones, though. The Lutz family claimed to have smelled odors and seen eyes. I want to know what they were smelling. Where was it coming from? And where, pray tell, were eyes coming from in that house? You guys have any idea?
0: They never said which windows it was, really. No, they said crazy.
2: that there were eyes inside the house.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um,
2: no, not, like not the windows. Green. No, not like eyes the- in the, the windows. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Let's let's address that. That's a good point, Amelia. Mm-hmm. People used to claim that the eyes looked like. I mean, the um, excuse me, mm-hmm. that the windows looked like eyes at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the movie, mm-hmm. let's go back to the movie. In mm-hmm. the movie. They made the window look like eyes. Okay, mm-hmm. let's be real clear about it. The only reason the people changed those windows was so it wouldn't look so creeped out. Mm-hmm. If they had left it alone, I bet you today they would have sold that house. Oh, absolutely. Because I believe right now, I believe that there's a movie collector somewhere that wants that fucking house.
0: Oh, I, I I'm would.
2: Convinced of it. I really am,
0: and I think they had dressed up for this for that picture.
2: But look at that beautiful! That's gorgeous.
0: It's very gorgeous. I mean, it's beautiful, you know. And I think the the couple right there, the, the Lutz, I think they got dressed up for that picture just to dress up for it. Absolutely, they were. I think to so up. too. I, mm-hmm. I'm
2: glad you said that. Well, Courtney, we uh, are at the end of believe it or not, this was the end of night one already, right? Maybe we'll go a little longer. Hold on. Um, let's do that. Let's do this. Let's. We're talking about the Amityville House of Horrors. Um, and we have to remember that, believe it or not, with the ghost story, I mean, you can believe what you want. I'm not going to. If you want to believe that there were spirits there, have at it. I don't believe there were spirits other than. Ron DeFeo was fucked up on drugs and alcohol, and I think that he, his brain was haunted. We have to remember people died in this house, so this little video I want to show now uh, is going to be a tribute to the DeFeo family who died. Um, all due respect to them, okay? Uh-huh. Um, and let's just, we're not going to say anything, we're just going to let it play, all right? Yeah. All right. Viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Okay. You are looking at every member of the DeFeo family after they've been shot by Ron DeFeo. Okay. Uh, rest in peace, DeFeo family. Yes. That's um, a lot of caskets.
0: Yes, it is.
2: Okay. The entire town showed up for that funeral, by the way. Um, the DeFeo family were pillars of the community. They were loved. Um, they were adorned by people. Highly respected. Whatever happened in that house was between the family members and stayed there. Um, No one lived to tell the story of what really happened because they're all dead. Only Ron DeFeo is still alive and he's not talking. So um, you will see that video again on Thursday, but we will see much more on Thursday. Um questions before we go. Anything to uh, to talk about before we go? Did we answer some of your questions, Courtney, about the uh the origins of the Amityville House of Horrors?
0: I think she lost audio.
2: Oh yeah, hold on. I'll take care of Courtney right here. Oh, you got your mic muted, Court. There okay. You go, honey. There you go.
1: Um
0: yeah it ain't answer- Oh. Oh shit. She uh got uh, logged out. Oh. I think well, I'll
2: it tell is, you what. Uh, why don't you um while we're waiting for her to come back and why don't you tell everybody what's what's going on uh in the next couple of weeks before Christmas and we that we going for a Christmas vacation.
0: Yes. We'll, well be back
2: January the uh, Third, I believe,
0: and next week we actually have a a spiritual show. Uh, the 20th of December, we're gonna discuss uh, religion versus spiritual, which is like religion of all kinds of religion, basically. uh, And then Pastor Speed will
2: be with us again. Yes,
0: I get that. Reminds me,
2: Amelia, Mm -hmm. yes, sir. I need to talk to you after the show.
0: Absolutely,
2: we have to have a production meeting.
0: And then the 22nd of December was Jesus and Mary Magdalene married. We're going to be discussing that.
2: That we're going to talk about. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There she is.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I said <laughs> that I scared
2: you off. What the hell happened?
1: Oh, I, when I picked the phone up to unmute the mic, it knocked me all crazy because I got it cropped up. So.
2: Oh, okay. So I think we did answer some questions about the Amityville House of Horrors. I think we can now safely say all these years later, did you realize that it that's been it's been fifty years, almost wow. a, yeah Forty nine years. Think about it, that's forty nine uh-huh. years. Oh my god, I'm I'm fucking so
0: old now. Oh my god. <laughs> well, in in like I mean, Hollywood's still milking it. I was four years yeah, old, and, and, and Hollywood
2: is still milking it. You're absolutely right. Uh-huh. What's that, yeah. Milia?
0: I was four years old when the murder happened. I can't Shut up,
2: okay? <laughs> Shut up. You were four. I Give can't help I, well, it. I said to my wife the other day, I, said, I really feel My wife is 11 years younger than I am. She's beautiful, right? Oh,
0: she's gorgeous, are you kidding? And I look at her and I look
2: at me and go, I look like your father, not your husband, Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway, I'll tell her
0: I love her decorations, by the way. Her Christmas. I'll tell
2: her I love her, too. <laughs>
0: You know, tell her I love her Christmas decorations, by the way. They're oh, her
2: decor. Yes. Yes, we love
0: they're the beautiful.
2: <laughs> she does Christmas beautifully, my wife. Yes, she, really she does. does. So, Courtney, you're going to join us Thursday night, right?
1: Yes. And I've got a question, okay. but I'm going to save it until then.
0: Oh, perfect. Okay, you got it. <laughs> you got it. And well, I better I'll write it down so I, I can you,
2: remember I I do want you to do me a favor, though. I want you to hang on there. When mm-hmm. we finish the show, don't go anywhere. Amelia yeah. and I want to talk to you. Okay? Yes, stay
0: here. <laughs> All right.
2: Okay. So, Amelia, mm-hmm. what else we got going on?
0: And uh, after the 20th and 22nd, as I mentioned before, we are actually going to be taking a Christmas break. And I said Thank, Christmas Yes, Christmas break. vacation. We'll be back January
2: 3rd with, yes. uh, with more great shows. And more controversy and break. a lot of fun.
0: Different scheduling. <laughs> we'll tell you well, more about
2: that. That's what I want to talk to you about. <laughs> uh,
0: we'll tell you a little bit more about that at the beginning of the year. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, for Courtney Jacobs Katona, for Amelia the Pitbull Chapman, <laughs> I am the Mad Dog Baby. <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Watch the Buds. Good, Good night, folks.
1: Good night.